Hey, welcome to the Coach Bodo's podcast from the Studio Soapbox Network. I'm Coach Bo, Brian O'Connor. We're recorded live at the undisclosed location of the O'Connor Advisor Group Studios. Check out all things O'Connor Advisor Group at OAGKS.com. You can interact with the show on Twitter and Instagram at the handle at Coach, at Coach Bo Knows Show. Check out our Facebook page, search Coach Bono's show. You can also email us at coachbonoshow at gmail.com. This is episode 18.5, the point five. So, of course, Token Girl Ellen Wingenter is with us today. Is our beautiful co-host, Ellen. How are you doing? Hey, hey. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Holidays. Hey, thank you. Yeah. Happy, happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I'm one year around the sun, a little bit older. So, yeah. I'm, I'm feeling it a little bit today. I, I feel a little bit older today. Yeah. Well, I've got about three months to catch up to you. Uh, so yeah, I'll let you know if it, it, it's good for me. <laughs> getting, old as hell. getting old as hell. Um, how was your Christmas? You have a good Christmas? Everything going all right? No, it was good. I went up to my brother's up in Boulder and hung out with him and his family. And um, with my son being down at his dad's in Alabama, it was nice having my, my, ne- my teenage nephews around. Nice. and some adults and uh you know i wasn't hanging out by myself so it was good how about yeah. yours we had uh it was it was pretty low key it was just me and the wife and the kiddo in the morning and then uh you know uh you know kiddo's 19 he's not a kid anymore but he was he stayed at home so he, he was with us and then uh my brother and his kids and wife came over and that i was, was very and everyone they were great they were great, great. We had, everybody had a great time it was great to see all my nieces all six came over. It was really, really cool. So good. It was nice to see everybody. So, yeah. Now it's on the New Year's and then the New Year, twenty twenty two. Sounds so weird. I don't know why every twenty twenty plus just sounds weird. You know, I was looking at something at work today, and I was seeing dates in the twenty thirties and twenty forties, and it was really kind of freaking me out. <laughs> I think that the reason it is like when you're our age, you can remember when like we used to watch like, you know, futuristic movies and stuff when we were young. And it mm-hmm. seemed like 2020 was so far away, like in like 1985. Right. Or even like, watching the Jetsons or something like yeah, that. Yeah. I, I was watching a few nights ago. I was watching um, uh, the Blade Runner movie. Blade oh. Runner 2049 was on. And okay. I remember the original one and that took place in the year 2021. Oh, that's wild. I have not watched either of those movies. Yeah. So I was like, that's, that was kind of strange. So I don't know why we don't have replicants. That would be kind of cool. Basically like androids that walk around. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I really want an android of me. It's an interesting thought though. Yeah. And we're going to have a little fun today. We're going to do a little bit of fun. Ask Coach Bo anything. Ellen's got some questions. We had a few on the website, on the Facebook page. I got text a couple of them. So I'll answer all those. But before we do, we're going to do a little bit of sports. Kind of, you know, here is who we are. So I'm going to gloat in a minute. But first, John Madden passed away. Ugh. And um, if you're any kind of a football fan, you know about John Madden and his and who he is. E, tell me about like when you became aware of John Matt. You know, so I grew up as a kid in Wisconsin, you know, back in the day when there was only three channels and uh, 
my dad, Gus, dictated what was being shown at any given time. And so Sundays were dictated by either golf or football. And Pat Summerall and John Madden were the background of my Sundays growing up. And that's just, it's what it was. And I was talking to a buddy of mine, um, Benjur today, and he was just like, okay, which of these Madden videos are real and which are fake? And I was like, I don't care. I like all of them. Yeah. It's, you know, as someone who has you know, been a coach, you know, I admire John Madden, the coach. He was so much more to football than just a coach. I mean, he was, I mean, he was a great coach. I mean, a fantastic coach who retired way too early, but his contribution to football and what he did, I mean, he was the first guy to use a telestrate. Yeah, he was he was the first true NFL ambassador. Uh-huh. Yeah, the, the, league, the league wouldn't be where it is without having John no. Madden and Pat Summerall on, on Sundays. And it became a, a national thing. And yeah, fully agree. And color commentary wouldn't be what it is, mm-hmm. except for John Madden. I yeah. mean, Cosell did a lot of things, but he wasn't John Madden. John Madden was the first one where it was okay to be, it was okay to be different. It was okay to not, to be goofy. Yes. It was the first one that was okay to be goofy. Yep. You know, everybody else had to be a straight, you were an ex-jock and you, you were the straight announcer. But man, Madden made it fun. And, he, and, and then, you know, his legacy is now a video game. It is in ways that people who have started playing within the last 10 or 15 years since Madden retired don't really understand. My son is 19 years old and he Mm -hmm. never heard John Madden call football. That's wild to me because I can picture. He can't remember. Moments. I mean, if there was one, he doesn't remember Right. And, and it was whether it was with Pat Summerall or then later on with Al Michaels mm-hmm. on Monday night and then Sunday night. I mean, he was, just, he was, he was his own institution. He Anything was. Everything you put John Madden on was its own deal. And I mean, you had the all Madden, you know, and, and I, I wish we still had all Madden, you know, like where you could like, you had the all Madden team where he chose, he chose the players on all Madden. He did all pros and it wasn't chosen by general managers or coaches or fans. It was the guys he liked. Yeah. And speaking of all Madden, I have yet to have had a chance to sit down and watch the special that aired on Christmas day. And at least I know that you can catch it on Peacock or ESPN plus evidently. So I can watch it. But I mean, I, I kept thinking yesterday in my head what was the timing around that of when they taped everything yeah i think it was fairly recent because you could tell he was he was i wouldn't say having problems talking mm-hmm. but he his voice was a little unusual i i liken it to like um um late interviews of andre the jack oh, okay he was still with it though right it's slower deliberate yep um but and i only got about halfway through it It was christmas day i was 
watching it on my couch and then I just kind of dozed off and then I'll, I'll watch the rest later. I was through, like they did it, like they start with his coaching career. Okay. Like, you can't tell the whole story about his coaching career. Well, and that's the coaching career and the beginning of him broadcasting. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about how he had the Madden Cruiser. That's the ne- next like commercial bus. I fell asleep. Yeah. yeah that, that's amazing. I, there's like a generation of people who would like do the Madden Cruiser if we had a chance. Like I would oh, absolutely. love to do something like that. Absolutely. I, I've always wanted and- to do that for like a football season. Oh, sure. And it, it's wild to me that some of the stuff that I saw coming out of um, Raiders, either PR or former Raiders uh, executives, really kind of honing in on the fact that Madden was their head coach and yeah. was a very successful head coach. Yeah. He was always Coach Madden to those guys. And, and, and he was and always a Raider. And he was always right. a Raider. Absolutely. And there is just that whole couple of generations who have no clue. You know, there are some who only know him as a broadcaster, some who know him as a coach and a broadcaster, and then that whole swath that just sees him as a game. It's a name name on a video game for some generation now. Yeah. And, and, And don't really have a frame of reference. So rest in peace, John Madden. I mean, just... I don't know that there's a more influential man in the history of the sport of football than John Matt. No, I would agree. Fully yeah, agree. So as a guy who is a football guy, that, that was sad to see. 85, though. I mean, you know, I always say when someone passes away, first question I ask is how old? Yeah. And when I hear 85, I go, yeah, that's a good number. Um, especially for someone who probably uh, was, quote unquote, rode hard and put up wet through a good portion of his younger years yeah and he, and he was a big man too to be that size of a man and live that long that's big man yeah. probably charged hard drank well partied hard yeah. enjoyed his food yeah yeah Would so you cheers like, if cheers there could have been something could you imagine having dinner with john madden could you dinner finish your beer. meal? I mean, dinner, that would be my question because you'd be and laughing. Beers with John Madden would be one of the greatest things ever. It would be excellent. Yeah, that would be one of the. If you, if we, if we do the coach, ask Coach Bo, that might be a good question. So, all right. Uh, well, since that, we're going to get away from John Madden talk, and uh, uh, you know, we got through the last. We had a couple of COVID games. Things kind of got stalled around, moved around, but we got through it. Um. I already talked about fantasy football. I'm just mm-hmm. really, really upset now. I'm sorry, bud. I, I listened to the podcast on Monday. Sorry, you got We should have named the podcast on Monday. You suckers got lucky. Because <laughs> had I won, had I gotten the fourth seed, I would have beaten everybody. It was ridiculous. And I would have beaten everybody because I had the foresight to pick the greatest quarterback of all time. Who, 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 oh, who no. is the, the greatest? Who, Joe Burrow. Hey, you know what? Who is Joe Burrow playing this weekend? It's going to be fun. So people don't know, Joe Burrow had the, the game of a lifetime, 525 yards and four touchdowns last week, played the Bengals into the, into the, into the, they're in the playoffs. They are now the division win, division leader. They have to win one game to win the division still. 
they do get the Chiefs as their reward. They do. It's going to be a good game. Early game Sunday. Yeah. Are you sure? Right now, current spread is five. Do you want That's closer than I thought. I Like I said, I, we were talking about it off, off the air. I was like, I thought that game was a seven-point game. I'm, I'm willing. I don't trust the Bengals' offensive line. If you watch a lot of those Burrow highlights, a lot of things he's doing, he has to get out of the pocket. He's got to get away from the defense. Um, but it's at home for the Bengals. It is at home for the it's Bengals. It's in Cincinnati. Yeah. But that's not really a big home field advantage. It's Cincinnati. It's not it, like it's. No, it will be for this game. I, I hope That place so. will be packed. I, as a Joe Burrow fan, I really hope so. I hope they pack it in and have it, believe me, I. The thought crossed my mind if it's an eight-hour job. I'm still saying we can yeah. throw five bucks on the game against all the right, spread. All right, I'll take the Bengals. I'll take my man Joe. Okay. You do five. All right, five bucks. I got Joe Burrow. Okay. No and I can't trust you in a spread right now anyway. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that in a minute. But uh, – uh, I'll take the Bengals just because like I, I can't okay. not bet with Joe Burrow. So, you know, I I think you're a year early. They're they're where they're at probably a year. You know, well, him coming off the injury and then they just don't have a good offensive line. Their defense is okay. It's not great. The pass rush isn't bad, but yeah, with your Eli Apple in the defensive backfield, that's going to be a he's going to get lit up. With your somewhat um, open free agency, since I know you were excited that the Saints started their yeah. fourth string quarterback. And he was horrible. Um, this week. We'll talk about so this. you're opening yourself to Cincinnati and the possibilities. Now, now, here's where we're at. Let's talk about this for a minute. Okay. So I, I said that my free agent my fandom free agency could happen if the new orleans saints make Taysom hill the quarterback now this past week Taysom hill and trevor simeon are both on the covid list so ian book the rookie from notre dame gets the start he was horrible as all Notre Dame quarterbacks yeah. have been in the NFL for years. He, he threw two he threw two interceptions in the game. Now the first one, totally not his fault. Tipped ball. He was trying to it wasn't even him fit to do a window. The defensive lineman made a great play to get his hand up, get a piece of it, and just to bounce. And the other part is I don't care who you are, mm-hmm. you can't play quarterback if you're wearing the defensive tackle. I mean, the defensive tackles were on him the entire game. Four out of the, of the top, four of the starting five up front were all out in COVID on the offensive line, and the defensive line was just killing. So you got the offensive line just got beat up for the Saints. I mean, they were four out of five starters, you know, on COVID as well. Three had COVID, one's already hurt. Okay. And so Ian Book, I'm not going to give him a full-on pass because I didn't think he played well, but I don't think anybody would have played well in that situation. I mean, it's pretty impossible coming in um, yeah. 16th week of the season, yeah. trying to 
play on some level that yeah you're never getting it's impossible to ask him to go in there and play well he's clearly not a franchise quarterback that's okay you know maybe he'll carve out a career as a backup in the nfl he can be the next chase he can be the next chase daniel hey man chase daniel has made a shit load of money I know. Let me pull this up because this is going to shock. I looked this up. We talked about this on Tyler's podcast earlier. I mean, I will still say fuck Mizzou, but cheers to Chase Daniel for what he's parlayed into his professional career. Let's get this up here. Hang on here. We just go over to overthecap.com and type in Chase Daniel. All right, he's still under. You know what team Chase Daniels currently on the contract? I have no idea, but he's making money somewhere, isn't he? He's making a million dollars this year to play for the hold a clipboard for the Chargers. God damn, bless him. Career <laughs> earning. Wait a minute. I gotta we gotta do this. Here we go. Here okay. we go. Chase Daniels career started in 2009. Uh-huh. Okay, um, he has played for one, two, three, four, five, including the Chiefs. So, seven teams, seven teams. Um, uh, the Saints was the majority of his career, he had four years in, in, in four years there, um, three years with the Chiefs, three years with the Eagles, and the year with the Saints went back in 2017, two with the Bears, three with the Lions, now one with the Chargers. Chase Daniel. Career earnings, mm-hmm. $40 million. I mean, hell, I'm here for him. I wish I could have that job, and that's why I'm playing the Powerball lottery tonight. $40 million. Wow. That's, that's, that's what I call clipboard money right there. Just Cheers, give man. Me all the clipboard money, and, and he got all of it so- that's all. Big ups, Chase Daniel, out there clicking that another million dollars of clipboard money this year. Right on, man. Man, he's under the contract next year. Maybe the maybe the Saints will bring him back. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be worse than what Ian Book has done. Trevor Simeon and and really takes some health. So, um, but yeah, I but I'm not going to eat Ian Book's lunch on that. But where, where I was going is I said, hey, well, we have to. What has to happen? The mm-hmm. Saints still have to say that Taysom Hill is the starting quarterback next season. If that happens, if they get through the preseason, they get into the season, week one, Taysom Hill is the franchise quarterback of the Saints. I'm done. Okay, so we're looking at September, yeah, at of, September. 2022. of 2022. If Taysom Hill is the starting quarterback, uh, outside of there being an injury, you know, if they sign, correct, if they make a trade for Russell Fair Wilson. Enough. Russell Wilson gets hurt. That's that's not it. It's, if he is the franchise quarterback of the Saints next season, I'm done. Playing the okay, okay. Well, you now, you've that got is plenty of agents. Now the the obvious clubhouse leader would be the Bengals, of course, because they have Burrow. Uh, you know, it'd be hard to not. I mean. But I, I don't have a lot of respect for their like front office, you know, and it's the same thing I'm mad about with the Saints. I'm mad about the front office. And so it'd be really hard in that way to, to pick the Bengals because I think the Bengals are really just kind of a joke of a franchise. You know, my joke is the Bengals don't deserve Joe Burrow. And well, the Bengals have Joe Burrow and 
So we are here. Yeah, we got to figure something out. We got to figure out some way for them to trade him to the Saints. That's not going to happen anytime soon. No, it won't. No, my luck, Joe Burrow is going to be a Bengal. He's going to end up being there for a couple more years. And then when he does have a chance at free agency, he'll sign with the New York team, which will really make me mad. Is that just like a cycle of Boomer Esiason, or am I making things up? Oh, no, he did that. He went from the Bengals to the Jets team of his career. Except Boomer Esiason has um, really no brain left and, and really is just boring as shit on You know what? He, again, Daniel's money, clipboard, teleprompter. I don't think Boomer made what Daniel made. Um, No, but he is now making it media. It's just a different venue. So, Yeah, Yeah, but Chase Daniel made enough money that he could never, ever, ever have to work again. Well, okay. So, so did our our boy Tony, but he's in there. Yeah, but they gave Romo a lot of money. Romo makes, I, makes as much money now. He's making 18 million a year at CBS. I understand that. But the thing of it is, is that all of these guys, if they have some kind of yeah. mediocre level of play and position, because yeah. it a lot of it comes down to position, yeah, relative to pay, they don't have to do anything else. Hey, you're right. You think Tom Brady would ever work in the media? Yes. I think I, Giselle, I, I think Giselle would be like, yo, you need to get your face in front of people yeah. so we can still be sexy in front of other people. Yeah, they, well, they have enough. I, I, I don't disagree. I uh, it'll never be as good as what Peyton's done. Peyton and no. Eli, that's great. So we could have used the Manning cast this week. I I was talking to my friend Benjer again about when <coughs> the Manning cast was coming back, and we were both kind of lamenting that it you know, they took the holidays off, understood, and are looking forward to Sunday night's game because that's the only reason why we tune into Sunday night football right now. Monday night football. Or Monday night football, yeah. sorry. And they're going to be yeah. on the Yeah. What is the Monday night game? I haven't even looked. So, so yeah, so this week coming up, the, the big uh, – let me get the schedule up because I was actually talking about this. There's going to be two – I think it was two big playoff games, like like playoff implications. The, obviously, the big one is the Chiefs and the Bengals. Um, you know, the, well, the Chiefs, for the Bengals, well, the it's Chiefs big for the Chiefs. The Chiefs, the Chiefs, the Chiefs have clinched their division, but they've not mm-hmm. clinched the number one overall seed. They can still lose that. Okay. They lose to the Bengals, and the Titans were to win out. The Titans would get it. Titans so, aren't going to win out. They have the Dolphins this week. The Titans do. They have the Dolphins and the Texans. The Titans are going to win out. They aren't going to win out. And then the other one was uh, Arizona Dallas. Arizona is plummeted in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. They're going to lose the division. The Rams are going to win the division, that looks like. And in Dallas, it bugs me to say this. I think I'm spot on. That team can beat any team. On so long as game. they run it more than they throw run it. Run it more than they throw it. And it maybe it's not by the exact number, but like, like this week, I mean, they just bludgeoned Washington early. And then you can get ahead of somebody and then run the football like they did. It's right. They can they can be they're a team that nobody's gonna want to play. 
I mean, that was kind of the thing watching the, I, I had to leave the house to go watch the Kin City Pittsburgh game yeah. on Sunday because being in the Denver market, yeah, Denver was on, but seeing Kansas City really go after it in the air initially and then kind of taking that more sedentary approach with the run game later on, I mean, they pulled Mahomes and most of the starters. Yeah. Maybe after the first series in the fourth down in the fourth yeah. quarter. Yeah, because they so, had two fumbles in back to back plays. Yeah. I mean, it it wasn't great, no, but it, it's fine. It it they still won big. Yeah. They were dominant. The Chiefs were dominant in every phase of the game. Um, they played a bad, I mean, I think the Steelers are a bad team. Um, but you know what? I've never seen a Mike Tomlin coach team play that bad. That's surprising that they played that bad. The funny thing to me, I don't know if you've seen the highlight. Did you see the when Ben the the, the Ben Roethlisberger fumble? It was going to be an end around. Yes. So yep. It's going to be an end around, and he's one of those where they're going to toss it, so that can be considered a pass. When Ben Roethlisberger turns his back to the offensive line with the ball, it's supposed to be a play action. He it he didn't even take like a couple of steps. It was like seven little baby steps. He's old. He's yeah. hobbled. I, he's I was not good. So he's the last one of that draft class still in the league. He was in the same draft class with Philip yeah. Rivers and, and Eli Man. He's thirty eight. Now I'll give him credit. He's played on his contract. He's not going to be back next year. He's retired. But he's also a big man. He is. And um, to, to be 38 and that size, he's not helping a team. No, at this point, absolutely not. And he really hasn't been helping a team for two or three seasons. Correct. He shouldn't have played this. They should have made some deal to get rid of him this season. I mean, it because now they don't have a, a quarterback under contract next season, and they don't know what they have in the back. Well, the draft is coming, I guess. Yeah. But this draft is not a deep quarterback draft at all. It's not, but you can wheel and deal and see what you can get. Yeah. What's going to happen? We're going to see the two big free agents that we're going to see. We're going to see Rodgers and then we're going to see Wilson get traded. Yeah. And that was so I don't generally listen to the Sunday pregame much. Uh, I was painting Nicholas's bathroom on Sunday and had Fox on and it was really kind of interesting to see all of them buy into the idea that Wilson was gone. Rogers was going to stay in green Bay, but Wilson was gone. I would bet any amount of money that you can pull out of my wallet right now that that Aaron Rodgers is not a Packer next year. I don't think he will be either. His contract is set up to where it's going to get voided. He's going to go. They're going to, they're going to trade I think it's likely he's traded to Denver. I think it's Denver or Miami. <laughs> well, I think it is. I think it's Denver or Miami. They're going to give him two ones and two twos and a player. Green Bay is going to be able to shuffle the deck really well by doing that. They mm-hmm. get to play Jordan Love at quarterback. And Rodgers will sign an extension wherever he goes at the moment of the trade. Otherwise, you wouldn't give up that much for it. Sure. So then you'll start seeing that that was why the deal was set up the way it was this past year. They bought out a couple of years, paid him more money this season so that they can get him out of his contract at the end of this season 
by letting him avoid it? I just don't know if at 40 or near 40, yeah. how many teams are really going to want to do an extension with him. Although the season he's proven to be yeah. uh, Brady-esque. He's 38. He's in pretty good shape. He's not a big guy. He's not a bulky guy. He is the reigning MVP. He will probably win the MVP again. Mm, he won't. I, I think the two-man race, him and Taylor. Mm. Jonathan Taylor's at the two-man race right now. And Rodgers has got his team in first place. No, I just – I don't think that I, I would. Will. I would be voting for Aaron Rodgers for MVP. Because most people vote for the quarterback for yeah. MVP. Now, I, I think Jonathan Taylor is very deserving. Yeah. And if I was voting one, two, it's Rogers Taylor for me. It would be Rogers Taylor Burrow. Good, yes. good third place. I, I would. I, I would you. put Burrow. Yeah, all people. I haven't seen anyone say that Burrow give any credit to Burrow that he shouldn't be an MVP candidate. He absolutely should be. It's fair. He's got 30 touchdowns, he's got 4,000 over 4,000 yards, 13 interceptions. And his team's afraid. He has the Cincinnati Bengals as the third seed in the league right now. And it ain't because they got some strong defense and a great run game. I'm just wondering then if you're going to pull those kinds of things, where is Mahomes in the discussion? I would have Mahomes right behind him. Because I look, so the numbers are close. They have the same number of touchdowns. Mahomes has one less interception. Their yards are almost identical, but Burrow's got a better completion percentage. Okay. So, I, I yeah. Now, again, I think Mahomes is going to win that game this week. I think he's got a better team around. I, I, I think, think right now, yes. The Bengals, yes. Bengals are a year ahead of schedule. Everything the Bengals are going to do this offseason is going to be a strength in their offensive line. If the Bengals had the Chiefs' offensive line, it would be really interesting. Well, you know, it took us three years to get the offensive line that we have. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I was looking up. So Rodgers is thirty-eight. He's yep. thirty-nine next season. He has he's owed twenty-six million in salary next year. Okay. Um, if this is the this is the the the, the, the funny part. So. They when they restructured this contract, they restructured it to where you can see this if you go to I the cap.com. If you're a nerd like I am, okay, you can go on. There's like they have the dead money and savings of the cap. They've already voided his 2023 contract, so they don't owe they technically owe him seven million bucks. But if he's released, that goes away. He's already been paid okay. that in bonus. So what happens is a player gets paid. Uh, signing bonus up front if mm-hmm. you get cut during that contract that stays on as dead money so as in money that the team the who's paying it has to eat yes so it means that that's money toward the salary cap that cannot be spent on other players okay so, so it can't be passed off or you traded can't as trade it away of- you can't do it it's yeah okay. so they owe rogers uh 26 it's actually almost exactly like his base salary, they owe him still $26 million in prorated bonus. They've taken the 2023 $7 million of it. They've already voided it. That was a mutually okay. done situation. That was the way the contract 
in the bonus he got paid this season. It was like he's 46 million of the cap this year. Okay. He got paid a huge bonus this year. Mm-hmm. Now, next year he's owed he's owed 26, but he's only 19. He's hang on, let me get this right. He's 46 toward the cap. But if he's trading, his 26 of base salary goes away. That you can trade away. Right. The 19 million in prorated bonus doesn't go away. So but, that's dead money, right? Yes, except in his case, the contract was structured where the bonus can go with him if the trade happens before June 1st. Oh, interesting. Okay. So, yeah, the team has to take that on. They will save all that cap money by trading him. If now, if they can get someone to buy on yeah, before so June one, so, so a team has to be willing to pay him forty six million dollars next year. They have to be able to pay twenty six to Rogers and nineteen additional to the cap. Okay, so you got to pay forty six million for the player in a way. Yep. But what you can do is extend the player three or four years into a contract and prorate that bonus over the extension. The thing of it is, is that. I don't think any team is going to risk doing a three to four year contract. I, I think I I think that was the whole thinking here was that it was to do that. There's going to be teams that do it. There'll be there'll be teams lined up to do it. I, think. I mean, it's like the pool holes contract, right? Say that again. Pool holes. Kind of. Yes. You don't necessarily want to put a ten year contract on someone who is towards oh, yeah, the. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And with him at 38, like I could see a two-year contract that would yeah. make sense. I think he's likely to get three years extended. That'll be uh, ages 40, 41, and 42. Well, bless Tom Brady. He's leading the way in all this and showing yeah, everyone how to do it. I think that's the comparison. People are saying, hey, Rogers hasn't taken the hits. He really hasn't. He's been well protected. He he has his very juju magic. <laughs> He's got his he got his Joe Rogan magic going over there. Mm-hmm. But he does take very good care of himself. He knows what he's doing. Um, Rogers is not a big man. He has been a he's I mean he's he's an athlete. He's a great athlete, but he's not sure. the very large you know like a Roethlisberger like. Even like a, even like Peyton Manning was. I mean, Peyton Manning was six five, and it hurts your knees and your ankles and those sort of and your joints a little it, more. Rogers only six foot one. It does, but the thing of it is, what it all comes down to in all this, yeah. whatever team trades for him, yeah. if they don't have the offensive line, yeah, yeah, they're not going to be able to protect him, and yeah. he's not going to survive well, that, a three-year contract. I, 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 it's why I think it's going to be Denver or Miami. Those are the it, two places that have good rosters. Um, we'll see about Denver. I still yeah. question that. Yeah, but anyway, we should probably roll. Let's roll. Russell <laughs> Wilson, also to give you an idea, he's under contract for two more years. He's only thirty-four, and yeah. if he was traded. Uh, his dead cap is a lot, is very low too. So I think the whole Russell Wilson thing is a whole blow up of Seattle. I think they yeah. will see Pete retire, Pete, Pete Carroll retire, 
And then the new coach comes in and says, what are we going to do? Russell's got to be the guy you trade. Yeah. He's not going to work with a new coach as well. Yeah. People either retire or go back to college. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, hey, real quick, I wanted to jump on this, then we'll go to coach, ask Coach Bo anything. Okay. Uh, we want to send a shout out to somebody. You want to take over on this one? You want me to do it? Well, I'm assuming that we're doing the shout out that we discussed earlier. So yes. Yes. mutual friend of ours, one of our friend uh, of the show, we will friend of the show, Brian Newell. Yep. Um, Henri is part of our fantasy football yes. league yeah. and did better than me, but everyone else did. So anyways, Brian, it's okay. But Brian texted me this morning and his daughter plays for the Kansas City Ruse, otherwise known as UMKC. And I, I believe they've rebranded Kansas yeah, City. Kansas City University now. Yes. And so um, she's doing great. And I believe yeah. it's her sophomore season yep. and just kind of knocking it out. And they were supposed to come out here and play the University of Denver, which I would have been able to scoop down and see the game. And he texted me this morning and said, hey, totally would have reached out had the game not been canceled due to COVID. So shouts to Jocelyn for having a great season and the ruse for having a great season so far and keep going at it. And, you know, this sucks for so much college basketball right now, especially having all these games canceled and not being rescheduled and everyone trying to scramble to find replacements as I'm watching the KU game uh, as they found a replacement for Harvard and they're playing Nevada right now. So anyways, shouts to the Yules. Yeah. Jocelyn Yule, Casey Ruse. um, They are currently 10 and three and uh, doing their things. So uh, congrats and keep moving. We're proud of you. So, all right. Well, let's have some fun here. So we were said we we're going to have some fun, and we asked some people. We said this is going to be the ask Coach Bo anything. I'm going to answer questions. I'm going to try my best to not dodge anything. <laughs> um, okay. So I was at I was I, I, I got I got a few of the questions. We'll pepper them in as well. Uh, we said you can text us, you can email us. I got a couple of texts. I got a couple of emails. Uh-huh. I got a couple of Facebook posts. Um, here was the first one I'm going to do. My friend, Justin DeWitt, you know, Justin. Okay. Yep. Justin asked me, he said, um, he said, Bo, I want you to rank who is the GOAT in the NBA. This is a big thing amongst people. Jordan, LeBron, Kobe. All right. Is this a question that you're actually able to answer? All right. So here's what I'm going to say. So here's how I'm doing this. I, I okay. did something here. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to do the GOAT argument. And I'm going to extend it from the NBA. I'm going to do Major League Baseball real quick. I'm going to do the NFL. But I'm only going to take players that I've seen play. Okay. And here's why. I would love to put Will Chamberlain in the the argument. You know, I mean, he was the all-time great until Jordan came along. I -hmm. mean, Will Chamberlain, the rule, the the line was, they the league changed the rules to help Jordan. The league changed the rules to hurt Will. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, he's a guy that I would have had up there, but I'm just going to go off the players I've seen. Okay. You know, obviously, I've seen LeBron. I'm a, I'm a LeBron stand. I will first off admit that. I you have the LeBron. jersey. I'm a LeBron fan. I got Jordan one. Okay. It's hard to argue anybody's better than Jordan. Agreed. Especially when you saw him. I mean, we saw him. 
And we saw yes. LeBron, I got two. And this is where it's going to get controversial. Kobe's not three. No, he's not. I fully yeah. agree with that. Yeah. Magic's three to me. And that makes solid sense. I mean, Magic to me. You know, if we went in here and I wanted to write the top 10 NBA players I've seen, Kobe's in there. I mean, he's in that top 10. Um, Absolutely. And I think that you could probably throw Bill Russell in as yeah. three. Yeah. The other argument would be the most. Now, I will say these are the three best basketball players. Mm-hmm. The most dominant basketball player I saw in my life was Shaq. Fair. I mean, but he wasn't a great player. I mean, he. He's in the game. He's in the top 10. He's one of the greatest two or three centers I've seen in my life. Sure. But I I was asked that question, so I'm going to answer it. Uh, okay. I have Jordan 1, LeBron 2. I want to make LeBron the best ever. I just don't think he can. He, he I don't think he can get there. He can't. And, 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 and that's not a knock on LeBron. It just means you're not the greatest of all time. And I also personally don't like a lot of that, the greatest of all time, because we got to just enjoy – what we see sometimes yep, and not compare it to something. LeBron's incredible. He might be the best athlete I've ever seen. If you, if I had to say who had more athleticism, I would take LeBron over Jordan and athleticism every single day of the week. The combination, sure. of, speed, the, the combination I, of speed and power. There's I'm just not, no athlete. Yeah. I'm, I'm just not quite there on that, but I can see but, how you could be a basketball player. I mean, Jordan was a different cat. So, yep. and to me, magic was three, you know, again, there's, we could argue the next three or four Kobe, Larry Bird, a few others that will be in there. Sure. Go that far, but I was not going to make Kobe three, even though Kobe might be one of the greatest scorers. There's mm-hmm. ever I mean, that's the other piece. So I'm, that's where I was at. And that's a great, great question by Justin. It did make me do something though. Okay. So, that, so then I did my three favorite baseball players. Three okay. best, and again, I only did my lifetime. Okay. So I didn't choose Willie Mays or Mickey Mantle. Or sure. Kevin. Sure. I went Griffey three. Tim Griffey Jr. Three. Sweet swing. Greatest swing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Barry Bonds two. Okay. Mike Trout's one. I don't he's, disagree. He's the best I've ever seen. I do and, not and disagree with I, Mike Trout at all. Man, he's so good. And he might be a guy because of his size, he might fall off quickly in the next few years because he's a large human being. But the thing he's of the it best is baseball players. The thing of it is, though, is that they, they will move him from center field to right or left, probably mm-hmm. right. They'll move him to first base. Um, I think they will keep him in the outfield longer. Yes. Yeah. He's going to also get helped out by the DL, by the DH. Right. But and he, so he's not – I like the call, but I don't think his cliff is as much as you might fear. I hope not. He, but he's been in replay the last couple of years. So – and I think a lot of it has to do with his size. He's such a big guy. So, um, all right, this is where it's going to get – Oh my God, Coach Bo is an idiot. This is the NFL, right? Football players. Yeah. Okay. Brady's the GOAT. Everyone says he's the GOAT. He's the GOAT. Tom Brady's not the best football player ever seen. No, he's not. (laughs) He's simply not. I don't think he's the best quarterback ever seen. I mean, he has the most accolades of anybody. 
a lot of people would say Marino is far better than Brady. I, I've always said I got like five of them. They're all together. It's Brady, mm-hmm. it's Manning, it's Montana, Marino, and Elway. Mm-hmm. I'll take any of those five. I'll take up all those five. I would include Aaron Rodgers in there now, too. Okay. But the best three players I've ever seen, football players I've ever seen, number one was Reggie White. Mm. Reggie White was the best football player. Mm -hmm. I mean, you just couldn't block him with one guy. He was in every play. I saw Reggie White with a broken hand just dominate games for a half a season one year. I mean, Reggie White, to me, was the the best football player I've ever seen. The second one was Lawrence Taylor. Oh, yeah. LT, I mean, he man. He a quantum leap in how the game is played. I mean, he just changed how the game was football was played. I mean, the outside linebacker, the Derek Thomases of the world, the guys who played outside linebacker in the three, four, now the Bosa kids, and, you know, yeah. uh, you know all these guys who are linebackers now. LT was better, and he was just, he was the first, and he was a yeah. freak. And so that was, he's number two. This one's the really crazy one. Dion's three for me. Dion, nobody could do what Dion did. I mean, Deion Showtime. Dion took your best player and said, "Your best receiver and said, now he ain't gonna catch the deck." So, the natural argument would be: is where does Bo Jackson okay. correlate with Dion, given that okay. they were both? dual sport stars and we'll never see those again okay so i'll argue this bo jackson is the best athlete okay i've ever seen i mean the only athlete in my lifetime that i think would even be in bo jackson's category Mm -hmm. is lebron okay and bo jackson's almost mythical now he's a myth now people don't get to because there's there's film of him you can right. watch games of him, but you really didn't see because he never had a full career and he never had yep. you know, big, big plays and games. And, and the, he was never in the Super Bowl. He was never in the World Series. He's almost like, like Paul Bunyan in a way. And to me, Bo Jackson, again, best athlete I've ever seen. Okay. But he was not the type of dominant football player. I mean, he was a great running back. We only had seen half a season. And there's been other backs. I mean, look at Jim Brown and Barry Sanders. And sure, Jim sure. Smith. There's been other baseball players that were better baseball players. No, it's the so, combination yeah. of a dual yeah. sport. Yeah. To me, Dion was a better football player. That's fair. And, and part of it was you just – you knew when he was on the field, he was going to mm-hmm. cover your best receiver. And, you know, I picked three defensive players and I'm an offensive guy, but sure. they were just so dominant and there was nobody like any of them. Mm-hmm. So that's where my greatest of all time, that's where I went on that. So, okay. That was from Justin. Thank you, Justin. That was a great, that was a great question. Thanks, Justin. Good to hear from you. Yeah. And uh, by the way, if you need a hookup, he's my guy when it comes to my memorabilia. He's my guy when it comes to helmets, dude. He's got a collection that is second to none. Uh, this is excellent to know in case Nicholas decides that he wants to get into helmets. Oh my God, Justin's got some sweet stuff, and he can get. And he, we've we were hanging out in Chicago. He was at the same show I was at a few weeks ago. Oh really? Yeah, he was there with a couple of buddy, with a buddy of his, and we get to hang out. And he's got some really cool stuff. I've seen his stuff in his house too. He's awesome. Yeah. So, in other words, everyone who's listening and enjoying this. 
check out Dustin DeWitt and see if he might be able to help you with your memorabilia needs. Yeah. You can do that. Just don't go rob his house. <laughs> no, that would right. be bad. All right. Um, you had some questions. Let's let you do some of these questions. I want to get down with because it was Justin's buddy. I, want to go first. I do. Uh, I came in with a list of 10 questions. Okay, let's hear And I'm picking from them randomly. Okay. Uh, are you a morning or a night person? I'm by far a night person. Always have been. Okay. I worked in bars for a long time. I worked in restaurants and bars for a long time. And it drives Jen and my wife crazy. Okay. Because uh, she's a morning person and I'm not. I am by far a night person. Always have. I've tried to kick the habit. I want mm-hmm. to be a morning person. I just can't do it. So I record at night. Oh, that's interesting. So I, uh, I'm very much uh, the sun's up, I'm up mm. kind of person. Not so much that I'm functioning well, but I'm, I have to yeah. be awake. I had, I did get blackout yeah. lines from my bedroom yeah. and that's helpful, but still yeah, sun I, peeks in and it's weird. Yeah. I'm, I'm one of those, the daytime doesn't, I, I yeah, I want to be a morning person really bad. And there's been times where I've tried and I can, I can get up early. I can get up at four or five in the morning if I need to. Sure. I'm just a bear to be around later that day. Fair um, enough. Yeah, good question though. I, I am a night person. I'm a night owl. So leading into that then, do you remember your dreams? Some, yes. Some I do, some I don't. Okay. What what do you tend to remember in your dreams? Are there certain kind mm. of um, motifs oh. or things that tend to pop up over and over again? No, I tend repeat? to, it's a great, great question. Um, it tends to be, what I tend to remember mm-hmm. is the people in my dreams. Okay. So like, I don't know what it'll be. Maybe it's, I had a conversation with that person. Mm-hmm. Maybe something reminded me of that person. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not Freud. I'm not going to sit here and analyze myself. But I have had many times in my life where I've woken up and in the morning and I've gone, hmm, I'm going to give that person a call today or send them a text. Okay, excellent. And I'll say, hey, I was thinking about you last night or something. And it would be, and it could be that I, you know how we remember things, our memories get jogged sometimes because of something you see or something you do. Yes. Even smells. Yep, Absolutely. Food. Things music a whatever song. yeah mm-hmm. um you know things like that so i do tend to i remember the most vivid things i remember tend to be the people and then okay. that does sometimes tell me you know i need to call that person or i need to talk to that person you know i called up rico this week because i was in a dream we were playing golf and i was like dude i gotta call my boy rico see what's up <laughs> i had done it a couple of months, you know that kind of thing. So, yeah, that's a great question. Yeah, that's a great question. Thanks. Yeah. I got a list from you, so I just picked right. I, I give you a couple things like that. Um, okay, here's another random one. Okay. Then, if you had a flora, faunal, fauna kind of atmosphere to live in, would you live in a marine lifestyle? Or would you live in a jungle lifestyle? Definitely a marine lifestyle. I like the water. Okay. Now, I, I say that, and if I'm on a boat too long, like if mm-hmm. I'm on like a, 
if it's a choppy day on the water, I can get a little bit seasick. Um, not bad. I mean, just mm-hmm. a quick, not a little bit of nausea, and I'm okay. Usually, I drink a soda and I'll be fine. Sure. Um, but I do like. I think I've been growing up as a kid down south. I like sure. being in the lake. I like. I do like doing that. Um, I wish I could do more of that, frankly. Uh, but I would prefer a more marine lifestyle than a, a more aquatic of a lifestyle than the jungle. Okay, that's good. Less bugs too. Uh, well, it depends depend- on what kind of water you talk about. Exactly. Um, next random question: Have when was the last time you were locked out of your house? Ooh. Um, it has not happened in my current house. So that's been at least five years. Okay. When was the last time you remember being locked out of your house? Let me think for a second on this. God, I I don't remember it happening as an adult. Okay, so... I'm sure it has, but I cannot remember it. Like, if I had to guess, it would have been in my early 20s at some point. I actually did this question just so I could tell the story. Frankly, my son was maybe two, two and a half. And he, I'd gone outside and uh, he was sitting on the couch and then he got up and saw me outside and decided to lock the front door. And he only had a shirt and a diaper on. So it was probably closer to two. Okay. And all I could do was sit there and knock on the window because my then husband was at work. There was no way he could come home. And I'm just standing outside. It was probably this time of year, December, January, February-ish. Granted, Northern Alabama, even at that time of year, not super cold, but not prepared to be locked outside. Yeah. Knocking on the window, knocking on the window. He's laughing, enjoying himself great, greatly. And fortunately I had my cell phone on me that I could call my mom who had moved down there and be like, uh, yeah, so Nicholas locked me out of the house and he has no pants on. And can you just kind of come and unlock the house for me? That's, that's fine. Yeah. As you were telling that story, I can remember the last time that I can recall, like Mm -hmm. I remember a story about being a kid being locked out of the house. Sure. So grew up in Louisiana, I uh, was probably eight or nine, if I had to guess. And you go out and play. We used to call it play. Mm-hmm. You just, go oh, out absolutely. And play, you know, and I don't remember what the circumstances were, but no one was home. And I came home and I was frustrated or someone to get in the house, can't get in the house. Mm-hmm. So we had a back door at our house, had like the little windows, you know, like you had like little, like you had, uh, yeah. Yeah, you had yeah, a yeah. plate and you had like different, you know, the six or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The design, yeah, like six or seven, little six or eight plates. I'm breaking well my fist. Oh, wow. But I was like, you know, again, eight or nine years old. And well, how smart was I? Well, I broke it, but then I also cut my hand. Oh. Reached in, opened the door, cut my hand all up. And of course, my mom gets home. She whips my ass. But she's like, what happened? I don't know. I don't know. It's just. Did you, you know, and you're eight or nine. And sure. Now you're going to lie. So I lied. I tried to say I didn't break the window, but clearly I broke the window and my mm-hmm. hand was cut. So 
I, I don't remember the whole, but I do remember that. I remember it was a world-class asphalt that my mom gave me too. <laughs> I mean, it was a world-class. She would have won a gold medal at the Olympics for that asphalt. Well, I mean. Those little bitty pieces of glass cost a lot of money to replace. They do. And uh, having to replace uh, outside panel of a sliding glass door my sophomore year in college because my then roommate beat it to death and caused it to shatter the two stories below us. Yeah. So that was, all right, I've got a couple that was sent to me. Okay. And I was told to ask both of us these four questions. Okay. And you got to rate yourself from one to 10. Mm. Okay, one being, let's see, 10 being the highest, one being the lowest. Okay. okay. One to 10, rate your fashion sense. Ooh, I'm probably for myself, probably a solid six. Yeah, I'm a two. I'm a two. I have zero sense of fashion. I have it. I just don't choose to and do I, anything with I mean, it. I'm wearing a t-shirt and, and jeans right now. So hey, uh, that is my go-to outfit. So I mean, that's yeah. Um, okay. The next one is same scale, one to ten. Rate your driving skills. Oh God, my driving skills are like at an eight, eight and a half. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm a ten. I don't know a person who's a better driver than me. You're not a 10. No one I'm is a 10. Absolutely a 10. I know You're nobody. I'm telling you, if Dale Earnhardt were reincarnated and brought back, he would not be as good a driver as I. Your excessively defensive driving doesn't mean that you're a good driver. I'm a damn good driver. Okay. I, I know when to be a good driver and when not. I know I'm, I'm, <laughs> telling you, I am excellent. I am as good as any. Yes. All right. <laughs> One to 10. Rate your cooking skills. Ooh, I, uh, my brother and sister-in-law gave me a cookbook for cooking for two, which I'm very excited about. Mm-hmm. And um, from America's Pest Kitchen. And I picked up a bunch of shit this week. I would say I'm a good eight. Wow. Okay. I'm like a physicist. It's cooking. I can bake. I can grill. Nice. Um, I'm multi-skilled. So dudes, I'm here. It, at Ellie's Bedhead. I'm here. Shall you ever shout? So I'm like a three. I am not a good cook. I can cook for what I like. Okay. I know what I like, but I can't cook for anybody else. Well, that's why I'm kind of excited about this cookbook is that yeah. I'm going to be able to stretch and try yeah. a bunch of different I, stuff. Now, I'll also say when I got married, my mm-hmm. wife was also a three. Now, and ha- has Jen progressed? Oh, yes. Oh, she's well, incredible now. She's a good solid eight or nine. Mm-hmm. There is nothing Jen can't do in the kitchen now. And, and she loves it and she loves to cook. So... I think that's why I'm fat still. Well, I'm fat because I'm lazy, but I don't think she can cook. Um, so, I mean, there's literally like, there's the Jen, if Jen wants to make it, she can do it. Yeah, that's basically how I feel. That and, if I see a recipe, I'm like, okay, yeah. I'll give it a try and it'll turn so, out okay. Yeah. my She started as a three. She'd come all the way up to a solid, I mean, she's at least an eight and a half, probably a nine. Shouts to Jen. Good I for mean, her. She's really great. Last one on these one to 10. 
How good a kisser are you? Oh, I... Mm, I haven't had much practice lately, so I'm kind of skewed on that. But based on my recollection, I would say I'm a solid eight. Really? See, I, I'm probably yes. I'm probably just awful. I think it's why my wife doesn't love me. Your your wife loves you. She just may not love kissing you. Yeah, I uh, I, I don't know. I, that's because I don't know the question, the answer to. But I said I would answer everything. If I had to guess, I'm probably very average. Well, the thing of it is, frankly, is that I've had the opportunity and the experience to kiss a whole lot more people than you probably have. Yeah. So I've been able to refine my trade or skill over the years. That's true. And that makes a difference. Okay. All right. Um, go ahead. Let's go to your questions here for a couple minutes, Sarah. We did, well, we did given the hot topic of the day that we already hit on a little bit, okay. Powerball, mega, okay. mega jackpot. What's it at right now? $440 million. Okay. No problem. You hit your big jackpot, whether it be Powerball, yeah. Mega Millions, whatever. What would be the top three things that you would do with your money? Um, I have thought long and hard about this because and this is... I'm going to caveat this because Nicholas always does this to me without paying off debt, assuming that debt is paid off and taken care of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, I've always said the very first thing I would do. Mm-hmm. Uh, this goes to one of the questions I, I got asked. So I'll bring this up next. Okay. Um, the, the very first thing I said I would do is I would sit down with an attorney. I would build, I would make a trust. It's an excellent a, thing to do. I and I can it. help you do and that. I, <laughs> my, my so, uh, the legal counsel for the coach Bodo's podcast, mm-hmm. um, we would, we would make it, we would make a trust and uh, I would set Peyton up with some money that he could uh-huh. have as an adult. I also would do something for my, for my, my brother's kids. Yep. And for my sister, my wife's brother and sister's children. Yep. I would make sure that every child in my family gets to go to college mm-hmm. and gets the gets a, a head start from there. I'd make sure that happens for everybody. Okay. I, that's the number one priority. Okay. Um, I don't, I would not be the lavish guy. I would not be the guy that would go buy a Ferrari. I can't get my big ass in one of those. <laughs> but there's I, gotta I be like, a fun thing in the top three. I mean, um, come on. Yeah, I, I would I would take a really long vacation. I mean, like it'd be a okay. sports related, like it would either be the Madden Cruiser for football season or something like that for baseball season. It'd Just do it every tour of the parks like that. Yeah. Um, I would try to do something like that. Um I think I would, if I was that much money, it'd be four or five hundred million dollars, mm-hmm. I would be doing charitable That well, would be an important thing. Um but I yeah. do think like, lavish stuff to me would be uh, doing something for my family with the trust. And then it would be, I would buy a home somewhere and I would build something. I don't know where I would do it yet. I don't know if it'd be back, if it'd still be here in Kansas. I don't know if it'd be mm-hmm. back from Louisiana. I, I, it probably would be actually in Florida because there's no state income tax. <laughs> There's other states that have no income. Yeah, there's tax. others too. Like the Wyoming doesn't, and Texas doesn't. I'm not living in Texas. Tennessee. Yeah, I'm not living in Tennessee. Although I will say some of Tennessee is absolutely beautiful. 
uh, yeah, I mean yeah. Nashville and Chattanooga yeah. and the whole that whole area, area. Yeah, yeah, the area between is really beautiful. Yep, Smoky um, Mountains. I would, um, I would build a big, nice, big house somewhere, somewhere mm-hmm. I can stay the majority of the time. Probably near a lake somewhere. Mm. Um, I, I don't know that I would have like I always fantasize that I would buy a baseball team. Mm-hmm. That's not the point to buy a baseball team, but I would. Do I'd find some fun stuff to do. I would wait. Well, I'd wait a little while before I told anybody to. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that, goes, you, that was the question I got asked. Was how so, long would you wait if you won the Powerball to tell people? The thing of it is, is frankly, the thing, the, the things that you need to have should you win the lottery is a excellent financial planner like Bo. I'm pretty good. A great state attorney whether back in the day it was me or someone else that you trust and a good accountant a cpa yeah i got one of those too that's your triangle that you need to have and then you get to have fun but you have a representative who's speaking for you who speaks on the condition of anonymity and until you're telling close family members because yeah. they're getting uh, deposits in bank accounts. Yeah. You don't tell anyone. Oh yeah. I wouldn't tell anybody for a while. And, and I, I wouldn't would, tell anyone period. Yeah. I mean, it would be, I, you know, I did think of one thing I would do one extravagant thing. I'd buy, I'd have a house in Hawaii. Oh, that'd be that. Yeah. yeah. No, we, we went on, we went for our honeymoon a few years ago, a couple, a couple years ago now to Hawaii and we fell in love with that. That would be if I had an ideal retirement place, It'd be, I would become a morning person if I lived in Hawaii. Well, you would have something gorgeous to look at every yeah. single morning yeah. and every single yeah. evening. Yeah. Um, yeah, it would be interesting. I mean, my, my big thing has always been, of course, regardless of the debt, I would pay off my, my debt and my brother yeah. and their immediate family's debt. And, you know, to your point, it, the, the nephews and my son taken care of. But I think I would do something completely ridiculous. Oh. oh we got a malfunction here. Okay. Something's going on. Um, sorry, my cat unplugged my oh. microphone. Uh, I would do something completely ridiculous. I would buy something obnoxious. I would tear down a house and redo it. I would buy a boy toy for some period of time i don't know how much does Scarlett johansson cost ask colin jost i I don't don't know know. okay i didn't know um that guy's my my nemesis if i remember that rich (laughs) uh but there would be things that i think that i would think that i didn't deserve now that I would try to take advantage of yeah. at that point. I would, I'm sure there's something silly I would do. Oh, yeah. I just don't know what it would be off the top of my head. I don't have that one, like, you know, for lack of a better term, a wet dream or that kind of thing. I don't know. Sure. What that would be. I don't know what that would be. It, I would probably get a, a plane full of people and we're going somewhere crazy. You know, we're going to go to Vegas or right. something, something crazy is going to happen with first, first year. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Great, great question. All right. Well, what else you got over there? Um, all right. So 
very interesting. Okay. If you found a dead body, sorry, again, did it again. my cat is an asshole. That's why dogs are better than cats. Um, all right, if you found a dead body at your house, buried somewhere on the premises. Oh, okay, all right. Who would be the first person you told? Okay, obviously I wouldn't know about who the person was. Is that my, my, my Correct. Guessing? This, this would person. be a random body. I'd call the police. I'd call them. You wouldn't call Jen and be like, yo. Oh, I, I probably would call Jen. Or Peyton and be like, I'd be like, Son. Peyton, you stay wherever you're at. Don't come home for a bit. Um, no, I'd call Jen first, but then I would be like, hey, I'm going to call 911 now. <laughs> um, yeah. You, when you were sending that question, as you were starting to say it, you said, if you found a dead body, my answer would have initially been, depends on the body. <laughs> so the With certain people, I wouldn't call anybody. I would just throw them in the back and find a place to hide. Right. The initial question was, if you found the body in your garden, who would you call first? And I'm like, mm, yeah. it doesn't need to be limited to the garden. It yeah. could be in the basement. It could be in the attic. It could be yeah. anywhere. Yeah. If I found a dead person, it depends on who the person is. I mean, if it's someone that I okay. know and didn't really particularly care for, if it was, I don't have that much vengeance in me anymore. But there's still a few. You know who you are. Fair enough. <laughs> and I would, I'd find a place to I'd find it for like one of those, what was that, Fargo? Oh, yeah. Would you I'd find it in the wood, wood chipper? chipper somewhere. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hey, this one I got. This is my, my guy, Brad Hemmel, gave me this one. Let me get it up here again. Okay. Where is this at? Oh, my God. It was so good, too. Um, oh, what was the weirdest thing you ever went to the hospital for? Oh, um, for me, so back in, I guess it was my senior year of high school, I was working at Baskin Robbins in Topeka. And for whatever reason, I had a migraine set in, a really, really bad migraine. And it got to the point that the pain was so severe that I started hyperventilating. And so I had so much CO2 enter my bloodstream that I basically passed out wow. and they had to call an ambulance and I had to go to the hospital for a migraine. Hospital for a migraine. That's, that's yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So um, I think mine's a kidney stone. That's and not a, weird. And that's not that weird. Um, I, I I guess the weirdest one for me. I don't go to the hospital that often. I've had to go twice for kidney stones. Um, the first time, the first time is actually a great story. First time was at Uncle Rico's wedding. <laughs> so um, I was best man, Uncle Rico's wedding, and mm -hmm. he got married in Florida. You know, I live here in Kansas. So me and the wife, we take off, we fly down to Tampa, we get married in Tampa. And the wedding was on a Friday. Mm -hmm. We flew down Wednesday night. We got to the hotel, and before we got we got there, we went. I went and had dinner at a place, and, and everything was great. And well, that night I just I was in the hotel. And I was like, God, I don't feel good. And 
matter what position I was in, sitting, standing, laying down, mm-hmm. I wasn't feeling good. I got a pretty high threshold of pain. And I was like, well, I'm probably just jet lagged or something. I've been tired of working a lot. You know, maybe it's just that. And I didn't fall asleep. So I go lay down. And I dozed out for a little bit. But then I woke back up and the pain was getting worse and worse and worse. Mm-hmm. By 3 a.m., I woke Jen up and I said, hey, we got to go to the hospital. Oh, damn. And she's like, really? I said, I don't know what this is. And it's getting worse. By this time, I couldn't go. Like I couldn't go to the bathroom. I couldn't do mm-hmm. anything. I could a uh, little bit of nausea setting in. I'm like, I can't throw up. There's just something's really wrong with me. I'm about to die. <laughs> what I'm thinking. Yeah. And so, you know, we were we were very young at the time. And so we had to make sure that we were to find the local hospital first off. So this sure. is before you had Google on your phone and everything. So we Jen pulls a laptop out and she's searching for the nearest hospital. And to make sure what something's in network for our... Oh, family. damn. Good on and her. I'm just sitting there like, I'm dying. We uh-huh. give a shit about this. Just get me somewhere. And um, we end up getting in the rental car and we start driving. And I swear to God, she drove. And had I driven, it would have been good because I'm a great driver. Uh-huh. Even in pain, I would have been fine. But uh-huh. she drove. And we literally hit every bump in the road. Every scene, if there was a cigarette butt, she ran over it on purpose. I'm sure it felt that way. I, it felt that way. It obviously wasn't <laughs> cruel, uh, but it really felt that way. And it was in so much pain. And when I get there, um, they get us in. And as you know, Uncle Rico's sister is a doctor. Yeah. And that is the, that is the what was it, hotel. That is the hospital she was a resident at. So. Oh, shit. So we... You know, we call Rico that morning. We're like, hey, I'm at the hospital. Here's what's going on. Jen's talking to him. And he goes, what hospital? Jen tells us, that's where my sister's resident. So she mm-hmm. comes over. It's her day off. She comes in, check on me. And she goes, look, you got a kidney stone. Mm-hmm. They hadn't even come back with the CT scan yet. She's like, look, you got a kidney stone. It's just going to hurt when it comes out. Now, my brother has had numerous kidney stones. Yes. I've never had one before this. So they come back and they say, hey, kidney stone's about this size. Is that big? They said, well, it's not huge. You can pass it. And I was like, oh, okay. And I said, well, am I going to pass it the next few minutes, next couple of hours? They said, no, you might not pass it for a few days. I was like, Welcome well, listen, I'm, in a, I'm in a wedding tomorrow. How's this going to work? This is by this hour, Thursday morning. Mm-hmm. And I got to go to the wedding rehearsal. Sure. They dope me up on Oxycontin. I go back to our hotel. By this time, it's like, it's like noon by the time we go back to our hotel. Yep. We get like a three or four hour nap. And then we go to the rehearsal. And they tell me, do not drink alcohol. Oh, let me guess. You drank alcohol. Well, let me tell you the full story. We go to this beautiful restaurant. They did it right. The Jerry are great people. And mm-hmm. shout out to all of them. Yes. Um, this nice this nice fish place. We're all enjoying dinner. And I am drinking soaps, Dr. Pepper, the whole time. Like, fuck oh, water. that's, I'm you like, should have been drinking fucking water. I, I will switch back and forth. Dr. Pepper water, for water. I needed caffeine to stay awake. And I'm like, forced up and drinking so much. But at one point, Uncle Rico's dad comes over and he goes, mm. and he's also a doctor. And he goes, hey, Bo, 
big guy. He'd be all right. He'd have a beer. He said, I wouldn't have a call. I wouldn't have a bunch. Yeah, one or two. And I drank one 12 ounce bottle of Budweiser. Mm-hmm. And I had to be carried to the goddamn car. <laughs> I got arms over people like this. As you see, I got like, you know, people up under each arm. Jen's just pissed. I mean, just, I'm sorry for that. That all son sucks. Of a bitch, are you kidding me? And I was like, I love you so much. Like, yeah, because I get like that drunk. I get sad and I get all right. Sappy. sappy. Yeah, I get sappy. I mean, that's just who I am. But yeah, she was like, again, I just, I they told you not to drink. But Dr. Germani said I could have one. She says, she's like, we're going to stop at Starbucks. We're going to get drink. Like, it's like nine o'clock. She's trying to put coffee in me at nine o'clock. Mm, I just uh-uh. can't sleep. And so the next day, I played golf. I got up and played golf in the morning. Shit. Uncle Rico, his father, and I played golf. And um, I couldn't. You could have hit me with a pickup truck, and I wouldn't have felt it for the next couple of days. Yeah, it was. that I, I don't do a lot of, like, those medications. I don't do mm. So I don't like so the way you they had, make you feel numb. I don't like that. You had enough that you could just soldier through yeah so i got through it and i was good to go but that's but the question remains did you pass the kidney stone yes so i passed it actually so the wedding was on friday Mm -hmm. we decided we were going to stay a couple extra days but instead of staying in tampa we were going to orlando Mm. and we went to um um not disney world but universal studios a couple Mm -hmm. so uncle rico and his then wife they met us on Monday and we were mm-hmm. all four going to go to the amusement park together. Yep. We're there all day. And they give you the little screen that you put in the toilet that you pee through so you can have the thing. After a couple of days, I also got a urinary tract infection from when they put in the catheter. Oh, hold on. Hold on. So I've not had a kidney stone. So they give you a little screen for you to pee out yep. to see if it comes out. Yeah. So you get a screen like a, almost like a, like a funnel. That has a screen at the bottom, so that or if like you, if you're you shift- see it and it comes out, it gets caught, and so you see it. Okay. Okay. So you have to put this in the toilet every time you go pee. Okay. You got to okay. pee through it. Okay. So I'm doing this Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I haven't passed it yet. I don't think I've passed it yet, but I'm mm-hmm. not sure at this point because I can't feel anything. We're Monday. We're at Universal Studios and. Mm-hmm. I didn't bring the screen with me because by this time I just, I didn't care. Like if it comes out, it comes out. It'll come out, it comes out. And we had just gone on a ride. And as I, I, I told everybody, okay, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And you know, I got to go to the bathroom. I come out and there's Uncle Rico, his wife, Jen. They're applauding. I'm like, what? And they said, clearly, you just passed the kidney stuff. And I said, I had. I had just passed it in the, in the men's room. How'd they know? Because I let out a sound that <laughs> Uncle Rico said sounded like, um, like the old cartoon of someone jumping off the cliff and going, <laughs> ah! said, that's what it sounded like. I'm sorry, but I'm... That's... 
That's a great story. I'm it, so it, glad you blessed all of us with that. Yes. So that was the passing of the kidney stone. I got a second one about two years ago and um, went to the hospital here in Lawrence. I knew exactly what it was when it came mm-hmm. out. Oh shit, there's that pain. Okay, damn it. So I go to the hospital. I said, What do you think? And I said, Look, I think I have a kidney stone. Mm-hmm. I said, How do you know? I said, Well, I've had one before. I'm not in as much pain as the last time, but I'm pretty sure, you know, is there anything we can do? And they're like, Yeah, I'll just put me in for a CT scan. They come back like half an hour later. You got one. It's not very big. It'll pass. And they give me a little something. It's kind of dead. It wasn't full on oxycod. They gave me something to get me through for a couple of days. Sure. And the pass it the next day in that case. But um, yeah, the hardest part of a kidney stone is it going from your kidney to your bladder. Because it's going through that, that track and it's cutting you up and it's hitting the sides. And that's the mm. It's not passing. It's really that. I mean, it is that painful. But it's not the most painful part is it moving into from your kidney to your bladder. Yeah, my sister-in-law said that uh, having kidney stone was worth giving birth. So I've heard that, but I am never, ever saying that to a lady because I, everybody I've ever heard that actually, you know, gave birth said that that was painful. You know, no, but know. she she had the experience of both. And I was just kind of like, yeah, I'll trust you on that. And I'm going to hope most, I keep myself out of it. It was the most painful thing. Like, I remember thinking the first time. I remember mm-hmm. thinking, I'm going to die. I can imagine. Like, I'm in this much pain. I didn't know what it was yet. I'm in this much pain. I have eaten way too much hot sauce in my life. My insides are now rotting, and I'm going to die. Um, footnote, don't take additional calcium if you don't need to. No, I, I, we, we know what the cause is. You're right. Absolutely. No, a friend of mine at work decided that she would add additional calcium to her diet because she thought she needed to and it was a little too much yeah. not messing around that again so great question brad it was the uh you know what was this weirdest thing you've gone to the hospital for um okay you got some more there a couple more um i could we we've yeah, got one more. or two that we can kind one of two and we'll get on. out of here soon we want to do this because i got a couple yep. i got a couple of those if or things and we're going to do that real quick Okay, so for people who are looking for things to watch as um, things are constantly shifting around us, are there any shows or movies that you really enjoy watching right now? Um, Okay, I haven't watched Ted Lasso yet. I'm going to get started on that Mm. soon. Enjoy Um, it. Love it. I I, I do want to start Ted Lasso. And um, I don't watch a lot of TV. Okay. I, I watch a lot of sports. I like mm-hmm. um, I would like to over the next couple of weeks just get a couple of these movies that I want to see knocked out. Okay, wanna, so what movies would you like I to see? I want to see the Matrix movie. I haven't seen it yet. Okay. Um, what was the other ones? There was a couple of like coming out. Um, the new James Bond movie I haven't seen yet. How uh, I watched that. It's now, have you watched it yet? I did. Is it good? So I did not see the one immediately before it. Oh, and they all come together. You gotta, yeah. <clears throat> so there would be some pieces that would be filled in, but I did okay. enjoy it. Yes. Okay. Um, so I want to do that. There's a couple of, it's mostly movies for me. Um, no, absolutely. I did watch Squid Game when it came out. Yeah. And I liked Squid Game. We talked about that all the time. I like yep. Squid Game. Um, 
me think Kyle's other shows um I have not watched any of the season of Yellowstone yet I okay. quit in the middle of the third season I just didn't get the chance to watch it every week I don't I'm not one of those that can start over a lot of times okay um so Yellowstone would be one I would go back and do um I know I'm forgetting something off the top of my head that's like easy and simple and people will be like you stupid son of a bitch you should have done this one but i can't remember off the top of my head. yeah no i went through a recent um binge of marvel things to get uh ready for the new spider-man movie and then watched a lot of the stuff post the spider-man yeah. movie um because i had big gaps and so that was really good but i also watched the james bond um my brother introduced me to The Expanse on Amazon, which if you like sci-fi and uh, stuff involving Earth, life on Mars and Earth and in between, it's kind of interesting. I'm still okay. trying to get my feet underneath it, but Ted Lasso is great for a feel-good thing. Yeah. Um, I also- watching The Witcher. I watched, I, I binged I through the second that. season of The Witcher and I enjoyed that. Yeah. Uh, I would also recommend Dickinson on Apple TV. Okay. Uh, if you have any care for Wiscleaf or Haley Stanfield for Hawkeye, if you've got an MCU I watched cross. the first four episodes of Hawkeye. Um, I just... What they did with Dickinson is really fascinating to me because they've tied so much of Emily Dickinson's life into current times in current spaces with everyone looking like they did 150 years ago. Okay. So I don't know. Hmm. I adore it and I love Haley Stanfield. So that's okay. probably part of it. All right. The other things I've watched recently, I did watch a couple nights ago. I watched on Netflix. Um, I can't think of what it's called now. It was about the. It's like a. It's a. It's about the um, the gangsters in New York City. I'm trying to find it as I'm on here right now. I don't know. I watched Don't um, Look Up a couple of nights ago, and that was interesting. Which one was that? Don't Look Up. The new Adam McKay movie that I has... I want to see that too. I have not seen that yet. Yeah, so that has... Is uh, it a comedy? It's comedy. It's weird. But Kate Blanchett and Leo um, DiCaprio. It's kind of interesting. There's a lot of big names in that movie. Yeah, I've seen that in the commercials. Okay. Yeah, I want to catch that. And then um, I like like... Like the Breaking Bad kind of shows, the Sopranos kind yeah. of shows. Like I like things like on crimes. So like I love the Narcos show on. And I haven't Mex watched the current season yet. Narcos Mexico, I liked. I liked both of those. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of what else. So I, I don't watch a lot of stuff, but like I do, and I have watched the first episodes of Hawkeye. I'll finish up Hawkeye soon, mm -hmm. and then. Um, I will watch. Uh, what's the new one coming out? Um, well, Bubba Star, Fett. Star Wars. Just, Bubba Fett. I'll watch. Yeah, it. Bubba Fett. I did not get episode. into the Mandalorian. So I really enjoyed Mandalorian, but Bubba Fett uh, dropped. You know, this morning I watched it as yeah. I was kind of starting my day. 
I liked it. Okay, I'm gonna check out Bubba Fett. I uh, so I, I think I've told you the story. I may have even said it on the pod already. I turned um, the Mandalorian off in the second, uh, the first or second episode when the little baby Yoda came in. Oh, that's so sad. Because You're Yoda's my least favorite character in Star Wars. Now, I know he's not Yoda now, so I think I'll go back and watch it and be okay. And I love Pedro Pascal. I think he's great. Everything I've ever seen him has been great. I've heard the Mandalorian's good. I'll check it out. Just know that it's just Pedro Pascal's voice. Yeah, it's not him in the suit. Okay. But still, give Grogu a chance. Okay, I, I will. I just, I got <laughs> joke. And I was like, no, 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 no. Fuck this. I yeah. hate Yoda. I, that was reminding me. Another question, real quick. Okay. If you could be any character from a movie or TV show, mm. who would it be? Mm. CJ Craig from the West Wing. Okay. Mine is a villain. Okay. Darth Vader. Okay, why? I think Darth Vader is an interesting character. First off, I'd love to do the Force. Um, I think I can clean Darth Vader up a little bit, but I just, I've always kind of seen myself as a little bit of the bad guy. Okay. I'm a really sweet guy. People, the people I know and like and trust, I will do anything for you. Mm-hmm. But I'm also a little bit of a villain. When I have to be, I will. Um, I, for some reason, that character has always appealed to me. Okay. I don't know why. I've always kind of seen myself as a little bit of a villain, though. So Darth Vader would be the one for me. If I was going to be any character from a movie or TV show, that'd probably be it. So for people who never watched The West Wing, Mm. C.J. Craig was the spokesperson for the White House and then eventually moved up to chief of staff. Yeah. And um, the way that Aaron Sorkin wrote that character was amazing. And I wish I could be just that person. Aaron Sorkin stuff is so good. The char- yeah. Every character has its own arc. You're supposed to have it anyway, but his all have an arc. Yeah, and even every after he left, yeah, yeah, and after he left the show, they still allowed her character to kind of grow, and it wasn't yeah. just, you know, she's. That's a show I would like to go back and watch from the beginning because I've always seen bits and pieces. Oh my god, it's! I watched it probably four years ago. All the way through, and I would like to watch it again. Um, but yeah, she's the equivalent of Jen Saki now, and just move beyond that and just seeing that evolution. I don't know. Yeah, she was the person that I wanted to aspire to. <laughs> I like that. That's, that's, that's... All right, I got some pick ones. You got to pick one or the other. Okay. Okay. First one, I know you're going to pick dogs or cats. Um, dogs. Really, you have a cat. I have two cats and they're quite cute and cuddly right now, but dogs are excellent. Okay. I'm definitely a dog person. I, I, I would prefer to have neither to be real blunt right now. Fair. We have two dogs and I do love my dog. I do love Jen's dogs. I hate but big or little. Um, so all right, we have one medium-sized dog. We have one okay. little dog. The little dog is my buddy. Mm. The little dog, Archie, is my buddy. 
I named I like, him. He's named Archie after Archie Man. I am. Um, so yeah, Archie is my buddy. Um, our other dog is Chipper. They're both Jen's dog. It's our COVID dog. We got her during COVID. And um, she's a bit of a pain in the ass. She is a, um, a Labradoodle. Oh, okay. But she doesn't look like one. She has like straight hair. She looks like Chewbacca. Sweet. And she has this thing about wanting to put your hand in her mouth. And so when she does it, she's like, oh, and something like so I just started calling her Chewbacca. She looks like it. I'm surprised Sam's dogs for you. That's, that's, that's cool. I love dogs. I love animals. So um, let's see. Coke or Pepsi? Uh, Coke. Now, hang on. Hang on. Is diet an option? I don't care. If so. Yes. If diet is, is an option, I would say diet Coke. If diet is not an option, then I would go with Pepsi. Dr. Pepper is clearly the, the right answer. I'm going with what's presented, I Mr. I, Southerner. I get, to, I get to cheat. That's not it. That's not it. Yes. You know, it's funny because, like, you know, here in Kansas, you know, it's, it's soda. No, it's pop. 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 So does other places. Um, it's all Coke in the South. Yes, it is. Someone says, you want a Coke? And you say, what kind of Coke? I want a 7-Up. I want Fine. a uh, Yeah, give me Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Or, or, yeah. I'm a Dr. Pepper person myself. Um, are you, pick one. Forgiveness or vengeance? Forgiveness. That's really sweet. I think the older I'm getting, the more toward forgiveness I'm becoming. Uh, free healthcare or free education? Free healthcare. I agree. Pick one: Valentine's Day or Halloween. Halloween. We're we're killing it so far. Valentine's Day is bullshit. It, it is. It is a married man. Valentine's Day is totally bullshit. As a single woman, Valentine's Day is bullshit. <laughs> Kill or be killed? Kill. Kill. Yeah, I'm the same way. All right. Uh, Monopoly or chess? Monopoly. I can actually win that game. I am the same way. I love Monopoly, hate chess. I so would Nicole, be a really good chess player if I just could remember where how all the pieces move around the board. But I don't get time to learn it, so I'm never going to play. I don't have a problem playing chess. I have never taken the time to learn the higher levels. I get tired of losing to Nicholas. Okay. But I can yeah, kick I, his ass in Monopoly. Yeah. I, we just don't play Monopoly in our house now because I have never lost in our home. Oh, I don't care. We'll still play it. Yeah. Um. Polka dots or stripes? Stripes, more flattering. Okay. Stripes and suits for me, polka dots on other things. I would wear, I would wear polka dots on other things, but for suits, definitely stripes. I mean, they have to be in the correct, most flattering. Stripes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Summer yeah. or winter? It's got to be summer because I hate being cold and you can't warm up. You can always cool off, but you can't warm up. Yeah, I would. I would take four summers. Summer's by far my favorite. I would take summer over. I would take summer all year round. I, I would take autumn all year round. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I'm sorry, I got a bunch of these, but I'm not going to like go through all of them. <laughs> taking a lot of time. I had one really good one I wanted to ask you, and I also wanted to answer myself. 
Um, what inspires you? Hmm. You know, people who care for other people inspire me. So that was one of the really great things that I've come to appreciate with you and the podcast, especially with your Monday pods is mm -hmm. this want and kind of drive and desire to show people something else and something good and something better. And that is something that makes me happy and makes me think that maybe I could be part of something better too. That's awesome. Yeah. I, um, I like to see people when people doing good things when they don't have to. Mm -hmm. Yep. I mean, the, 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 your character is who you are. People aren't looking. Absolutely. And that's to me, that's to me the epitome of stuff. So what inspires me is I, I've seen it, people that I know, people I love, people I respect. Um, and, I, and I've been known to change my mind. I just had that happen, actually. I just had somebody that I didn't really care for for a long time who did something I thought was really cool and uncalled for cool. And I was like, I was wrong. And it happens that way. I was like, I was wrong. That dude's a good dude. And Cheers so, to that dude. Yeah. So I'm not going to go all the way into it. Then I'm going to start the other stuff on that. So um, last couple. These were actually picked the pick ones that we were using on the interviews. Oh, French okay. fries or onion rings? French fries. I hate onions. See, okay. I'm weird on onions. I don't like crunchy onions. So like I like onions in soups, onions in, you know, gumbo, stuff like that. Fine with it. I'll use I it like in flavor. I will not eat onion rings. I will pick around onions. I yeah. love onion rings, but I do not like onions on a hamburger or on a yeah, sandwich. No. Or on something no. like that. No, 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 no. So, so you want cooked, just not raw onions. Yeah, it has to be cooked where they're not crunchy. Okay. And I fry this fine for some reason. I, yeah. Yeah, I'm full fries. Um, let me see here. Are you team Iron Man or team Captain America? In Civil War. I think I got to go with Cap. I am too. I'm full on. Captain America, like I collect Captain America stuff. And uh, he's my favorite of all the Marvel, all the DC comics, all the characters. He's my favorite. You know, it... It, it wasn't until the last 18 months that I actually worked my way through all the Marvel movies. Mm -hmm. So I, I appreciate Tony and the capitalism that he's yeah. taken advantage of, but you got to have something bigger than yourself sometimes. Yeah. I always say, I used to say this when I coached, my uh, thing was always the difference between a boy and a man. You can say this mm -hmm. for men and women, for women and, and girls too. The difference between a boy and a man is simply giving giving yourself to something larger than yourself. Absolutely. And that can be, and I and I always said it, and I when I was a football coach at Veritas in a Christian school, and we mm -hmm. all know I'm not the greatest Christian. I don't know how I got away with being there, but I did. Mm -hmm. I was good there. But um, one of the things I would tell the boys, look, if your beliefs is that thing, that's great. It's a, it can be your family. It can be your job. It can be your beliefs. It can be anything. But giving yourself to something larger than yours, something larger than yourself is the difference between being a boy and a man. 
and it's why I think that like it, for high school age kids, football is the best, um, the best sport for those boys because everybody has to work together. I can see that as compared to basketball. Yeah. Compared to basketball or baseball, you know, I love those sports, but football, 11 guys or eight man ball, I coach eight man ball. You have to all work together and you have to give yourself to something larger than yourself. And I've always thought that was, that was a piece of advice I always gave to people that were younger than me and that I've lived by. But I will say. That's why I like Captain America. But. As a former high school captain of a team that was largely individual because I was the swim team captain. Yeah. Being able to support people who are on your team, but not directly dependent upon you or, you know, rely on you being able to separate yourself and still cheer them on is really, really big. That's character. Yeah, it is. And so I can agree with the football thing, but I can say for some of the more individual sports, you can relate it and parlay it to say, if you can do this, then you're showing a bigger self. I agree with that too. Yeah, I agree with that. All right. Um, Let's see here. All right. So uh, note in fact, Oklahoma is up nine to three with 13 minutes ish about in the second quarter. Okay. We're not going to worry about that right now. When we come <laughs> up, for those who are listening, why we care about the Oklahoma Oregon game? It is because, Oh, E it's fine. Don't our, worry about our, our ass kick. So we'll pick them. We've gone on far too long tonight. Yeah, I just we, wanted to footnote that. Yeah, we we are we're behind the guys in the Jones report. We're going to catch them. Somehow, fingers crossed. Someday, fingers crossed. And uh, honestly, I gotta gotta be perfectly blunt. I'm carrying you right now. I you mean, are. I got you on my back. I'm trying to carry you through the jungle right now. And, and you know what? Earlier, I'm not a fan of the jungle. And uh, but you're gonna go. The fact street. that you're, I appreciate you carrying me, but I don't care. Yeah, I just can't. I just can't lose these guys. So Tyler, shouts to point, you. Well, at this point, I'm just kind of saying, hey, if I can beat the others, I'll be happy. But, I know. Uh, we've got a shot here. We can still make this happen. We got in a week. We got in a small sliver. Out. You know, we we're, it's going to come down. Here's what's going to come down to. It's going to come into LSU getting it done against K State, and me getting my five point pick. And then it's going to be because I went against all of you and picked Georgia over Bama. Well. Again, fingers crossed. Yeah. God willing in the creek don't rest. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> hey, thanks for coming on. Thanks for being on here. Thanks for everything you do. I appreciate of course. It. You got any big plans for New Year's Eve? Nope. Just sitting around, drinking beer, watching football. You're an all-American girl right here. That is. That's, that's the best way. I'm not <laughs> doing anything myself. I, I ain't messing around. I ain't, ain't going to get out here in these streets. Shout out to my no. You kind of my Jocelyn here. Shout out to Brian. As I say, we got I'm not gonna get out here in these streets. <laughs> I hope all of our myriad of listeners stay safe, yes, stay please. healthy. Yeah. Uh the crowd will be gone soon. We just be careful, be safe. Get your booster. I got my booster last week. I did get sick for a day. 
And it's okay. And then you I can was rate and review and do yeah. all the things for the podcast yeah. that boost us. Five stars, so. not four stars. Five. Yeah. All right. So, hey, let's wrap it up. Uh, huge thanks to you. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for everybody who submitted questions. Uh, we have some we did not get to. I will get to those later at some point. Yeah, I may sprinkle those into another podcast. You never know. Uh, thank you, Tyler Jones, everybody at Studio Soapbox, everything you do behind the scenes. Studio Soapbox, we've got some exciting stuff coming up. Uh, we'll have some more announcements for it after the first of the year. Uh, get ready. You'll see some really cool stuff coming. Tyler just did a live with the guys from the racing Uh, the racing guys it was really really good they're gonna get that up and then there's gonna be some live stuff that even i'm gonna do some live stuff with them so uh most importantly thank you to you guys the listeners i appreciate it we all do appreciate it but thank you for all the feedback don't forget to rate us review us five stars below five keep yourself subscribe Um, subscribe yeah you can subscribe then unsubscribe subscribe again rate us again there you go. And yeah, we're going to So it's game the system. Yep. So appreciate that. So until next time, I'm Coach Bo, Brian O'Connor, Please Token Girl, Adam Lincoln, and uh, we are out of time.